Well, hey there, I'm back again to talk about Audible.com. Audible is the number one provider of audiobooks in the world, and you know what? You can try out their service for free. That's right, I said free. Just go to audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom, and you're going to get a free Audible trial. And what you're going to get with that is you're going to get one free audiobook download, plus you're going to get the uh, free trial of the membership, which gives you, you know, discounts on all the wonderful audiobooks they got over there. They got hundreds of thousands. I don't think that's an exaggeration. I haven't checked the numbers myself lately, but if you go on over there and download your free audiobook right now, I do guarantee that you are going to be hooked. I'm supposed to give you some kind of recommendation. I don't know if I've got any for you, because you know what you like better than I do, but the ones I've been listening to lately are the ones that are called the Monster Hunter series. Begins with Monster Hunter International. All those books are by Larry Correa, and the narration on the audiobooks is really good, and I think you're going to enjoy them. They're a sci-fi slash horror type book and if you don't like that kind of book I guarantee you that you're going to be able to find what you want over there at audible.com so go to audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom right now to help out both atomic geekdom and the two broke geeks which is the podcast you are about to enjoy go there right now I'm going to say it one more time audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom hi this is Billy West or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart shut up you fool and I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. I craves not these things. Shut up. What are you saying? You were thinking. It's annoying. For tomorrow night. What then? What are we going to do tomorrow night? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Kind of forgot. Oh yeah, I gotta remember before we leave. I'm to show you those weird <coughs> elephant Oh yeah. <laughs> You're gonna not be impressed at all. I promise. It's gonna be one of those things where I'm like, and? Yep. <laughs> so, we're gonna fight about this movie. I don't, I don't say fight. <laughs> we're just gonna have differences of what we think worked and what didn't work. I know. I will say, though, I don't like it as much as I like Days of Future Past. Like, that's for sure. I agree with that. But I still like it. This was middle of the road for me. Like, I, it felt like such a throwaway film. Well, I mean, it wasn't, like, amazing. Like, just because I liked it doesn't mean I think it was, like, amazing. Well, no, it no. Wasn't, but. I mean, on four... For what it was supposed to be, I don't think it hit the mark what it was trying to do in terms of, like, yeah. character development, in my okay. opinion. Okay, like, maybe you're right there. Like, you're right in a sense of that, like, 
most of the characters were window dressing yep. pretty much like especially I think Storm Storm was, was like so Storm and Angel were and Psylocke really pretty much all like of none of the horsemen except for Magneto Magneto yeah and course. then of course you had like the blob that was just there for oh. like a bl- for like a brief moment I know but it was funny oh it was yeah I mean mm, I uh, I mean for the most part again and I say this if anyone's read my reviews on any of the other ones on Atomic Geekdom this movie was a vessel for mystique oh and, yeah and I like that was my biggest problem with the movie was that it, it revolves was like, around mystique who has nothing to do with this well no my problem isn't that I, that's not my problem was that she does like if they want to take it in a new direction that's fine but the problem is that they are clearly taking it in a new direction because of who the actor yep. is. Yep. Like, I don't mind if somebody went, all right, we want Mystique to be more of a character. But the problem is they're going, all right, we're paying Jennifer Lawrence all this money. And Jennifer Lawrence has certain things that she probably wants. So we're going to give them to her. Which includes her not being blue for most of the movie. Well, not only that, but... I mean, there are too many blue people in this movie. There there are. (laughs) Um, Predominantly in the X-Men universe, Mystique never does anything remotely close to joining the X-Men. Oh, I know. So, and I don't have a problem if they went a different route, but put it more towards the character and that make her more of a rogue or a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Not... Oh, I need to join up with the X-Men again because that's just weird. Well, the end. If I jump all the way to the end, where they're in the training room, which I loved because there were Sentinels. Eh. <laughs> I did not care. I was like, I was like, I swear to God, they're gonna do Sentinels. <laughs> nope. Because it's their training room. Well, it's supposed to be the danger room. Here's here's the thing that kind of bugs me. And this bugs me across the board for a lot of movies. And this is not... I'm not picking on X-Men just for this. Mm-hmm. Because this was the same deal... This is the same problem for, like, episode Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. For one of the many problems. For anything that's a prequel, technology looks way better than it did in the other ones. Well, yeah. And so, like, how crisp and clean, like... Right. Cerebro in the danger room. Mm-hmm. And how way more technologically advanced it looked. Versus... See, the weird thing is, I think that whole underground Cerebro area looks exactly like it did in the first X-Men. For the, for the most part, it did, up in, except for Cerebro itself and the danger room. It's like, because, because uh. after watching, like, watching all the movies back to back to back to back, Okay, I mean, I haven't it seen catch, the first yeah. one in a it, like, long time. It, like, it's, you like catch like small things, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, like my biggest complaint with this movie is Apocalypse. Uh-huh. It was they pulled they first do the whole they pulled an Ultron mm-hmm. where he puts his fingers on a TV. Oh yeah, that's how he learns about and the modern every, world. Yeah. yeah, which I'm like, okay, so. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense, but whatever. And then throughout the entire movie, he's just straight up pussy. Because he's I like, guess. he gives powers to others. Yeah. Okay. 
But then it's like he spends the whole movie capturing Xavier to then put his body into that. And the only powers you really see him do is build things with sand, like right, you said. Yeah, well, yeah, that does seem to be his main, besides teleporting to other places and uh, shielding himself there at the end from that attack. That's and, it. <clears throat> like, apparently, telepathy from learning about the world through touching a television. Well, not really, because he even says to Xavier he doesn't have the power of telepathy. Because that's why he was going to put his body into Xavier's. Okay, but then how did he learn about I don't touching know. television? Okay. I don't know. Okay, well, you're right. He, uh, I don't know, but... Apocalypse is a great character in the comics. Mm-hmm. He's very formidable. He has a suit that can help him change his shape. He has mm-hmm. all this stuff, and they try to cover it up in a, dre- in a psychic showdown. Yeah. And that was, that was it. That, yeah, that's the part where he gets big. Yeah. That's yeah, it. that's not even, quote-unquote, the reality of right. the... Right. So, yeah, his main power is making things out of sand. Yeah. Okay. Such such a throwaway for such a good character. But this whole movie is basically building the Phoenix Saga again. Mm-hmm. And that is another one of my big complaints of why this movie felt so short is it really felt like a throwaway because it was like, okay... We have to do the Phoenix Saga at some point. Right. So let's introduce Gene and then just jump right into it. But they could do it better this time around. They did it better, but still not there yet. And I know it's going to take... I know it's going to take... Right, because that's because she didn't go full Phoenix. This was just... Yeah, but... That's something she's going to have to struggle with. Yeah, but... I don't know. Like, they hinted at it, but obviously she's going to have to struggle with this through at least the next movie. If they don't go full Phoenix next movie... I hope they don't go full Phoenix next movie. Which I don't think they will. If they do another if they do another X-Men movie, which I'm sure they will, mm-hmm. by the end of that movie, she should be full Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Quick note. By the next movie, God, they have to make McAvoy, McAvoy and Fassbender look older. Not only that... Like, Okay, I go with a lot of things, but First Class was only, what, uh, six years ago, seven years ago? When did First Class come out? Yeah. Meanwhile, this movie takes place 20 years after that movie? No, it takes place 10. I thought it was 10 years. It takes place 10 years after Days of Future Past. Oh, okay. It does not take place 10 years after First Class. I was confused on that. They should be... If they were in their 20s in the X-Men First Class, they should look like middle-aged men by now. And not only that... Okay, I go with a lot of things, and I understand that this is like a fictional movie, but it does drive me insane that you're at least... That you're at least not making an attempt to make your characters at least... Appear. Appear older. Like, it's a little thing that's not hard to do. And on top of that... Can we can we stop focusing on their relationship at this point? Considering considering that you haven't seen First Class, right? No. Okay. So First Class sets it up beautifully. Mm-hmm. Like it's like that movie's okay. I didn't care about anything except for their relationship. Mm-hmm. That relationship was done so well. Days of Future Past kind of yeah. developed on it more. Yeah. This felt rehashed because right. it's like because it's just the same shit where. 
where Xavier's like, no, humans will come around, and he's like, and, and Magneto's like, no, they're well, never gonna come around. By the, he almost went, in Days of Future Past, he definitely went partial bad guy. Yes. In this movie, I thought he was gonna make the full bad guy turn. He was almost there. And the weird thing with Magneto is he's like always not ever full bad guy. Like there's always that little part that Yeah. So when he came around at the end, I kind of back to Xavier's side again. I by kind of throwing by throwing a bunch of bars to make the X. Yeah. Which was lame. I'll give you that. That was so lame that he throw two I beams into the ground into an X. But I want to see I want I want to see Fastbender be full-blown evil Magneto. That would be so cool. Like, and I get in this movie that he would be a good one because, I mean, I got it in first class, or not in first class, in Days of Future Past, and then I got it even more in this movie, especially when they focused on really the tragedy because he was finally oh I liked it so much that he was finally starting to have even though he was a fugitive having this like life that he was really happy with and that that scene in the woods after his wife and daughter get killed when he's just screaming is this who I'm supposed to be is this what I am I'm like yes I like this a lot see because he's coming to terms with the fact that I feel like they could have done that better because I called it a mile away what was going to happen. Well, I did too. And it's and it's it's a rehash because it's obviously like, he wasn't going to have a family. No, yeah. So I don't know. I was just like, this seems like the same thing with like you know what's coming. So yeah. For me, it didn't really. I, I understood what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's just pretty much just like solidifying that he's better yeah. off alone and he can't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I felt like there was a better way they could have done that. But I mean, I did like that he used the the necklace to basically decapitate yeah. everyone. It was one of the only character development moments in the movie, though. Pretty much, it was. I mean, I did not care really for anyone else in this movie. No. Uh- yeah. Well, the more we talk about, it, the more you're coming to my side. <laughs> no, I still enjoyed watching it, but I'm. That I was angry throughout the. That I was doesn't angry mean. At points. That doesn't mean overall that it is a strong movie. Yeah. Because it's not. Like it's not like the strongest movie ever made, but that doesn't mean it's still not. I liked watching it, and I thought it had a lot of. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, there was, you know, some character development stuff, especially, like I said, with Magneto, and a little bit with Mystique, where she had to learn to kind of come around. My, to, um, it, no, go finish that. Well, one. only because they've been developing the Raven Charles uh, Eric. Yeah, love uh, triangle thing. No, I wouldn't call like family triangle. Well, family triangle in terms of like. Xavier and Raven, but it seemed more... It is a little lovey between Eric and Mystique, but... That I still... I mean, because she had to come to terms with the fact that she didn't want to be alone just out being a mercenary either. She wanted to... What she really wanted was to be with those people because she cared about them. I mean, I don't know. 
I'm not a fan of Jennifer Lawrence. But I'm not really either. But like, then, but I just feel like, and it's the same deal with like Wolverine, and like in the first trilogy. Yeah, it's it's like frick, it's vet, it's like funneling. Yeah. So it's like it ha- they're like, all right. Yeah. Biggest cash cow we have is yeah. this is X. How can we put X in this without making it yeah. like an X movie? I heard you groan when you knew Wolverine was going to be coming into this movie. Yep. Well, here's the thing. I groaned when we, when you they first went into the room for it. Yeah. What I saw yeah. made me go, okay. See, you didn't even give it a chance. You're like, I know that's Wolverine, and I know I'm going to sit here and hate it. And then he came out and wrecked Everything. I didn't think they were gonna do that though. Like oh. that was the thing. Like I didn't like. I had pretty- heard. I actually got spoiled. Yeah. I knew he was Weapon X in this movie. Well, I knew he was going to be Weapon X, and I didn't realize how much they were going to go with him. Yeah. That was the thing that I was like, okay. Yeah. On that, I was spoiled. I knew he was, like, full-on Weapon X. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was actually the only... And I don't remember how, but I did hear that, yeah, he got spoiled in this movie. Uh, somehow I heard Internet. that. Yeah. Something like that. But the one thing... And I told you this before when we first got into this movie. Uh, this movie was incredibly violent. Like... Yeah, it was. Right from the beginning. Like, it actually surprised that me. That one mutant who, like, crushes the guy with his own body. crushed that guy. Like, you can see his body yeah. fold up. And then they're just, like, all getting squished under shit. People are having, like, their skin ripped away. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, at the end, Apocalypse dissolves into, like, just yeah. bone and... And then, of course, the Wolverine berserker part. I mean, there's blood everywhere. Where he just jumps on the guy and just starts wailing away with yes. the car. I was like, oh my god. Like, I'm like, how? What? How did they get away with this? I, I'm curious, too, because that was like, I was like, what's happening right now? Um, like, it's fine. I'm not complaining. I was just very surprised. I mean, will I go see this movie again? No. No, I mean, I will. My thing is, like, I'm now seeing so many movies in the movie. Thi- like, I know people who have, who not, they see as many movies as we do, and see them more than tw- like. I know somebody who's been to see Captain America: Winter Soldier, uh, uh, Civil War, like five times already. I'm like, what? Do you, That's me. How do you? You've seen it that many times already? Yeah. Holy shit! How do you have time to go to the movies that much? I, I have friends that want it. They're like, I, well, I know a guy who can get me in. It's like super no, cheap. But and not even that. Like, just how do you have the, like, I don't have the time to go to the I don't movie. have a life, remember? I, I go I, to work, I come home, that's it. Like, and then my free time. Yeah. I guess. Like, because I feel like I don't even have time to go to the movies but this that is, much. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> even, like, and then this is, just goes across the board. When I go and see a movie, like, I went and saw Civil War five times because I had a bunch of other people who haven't seen it yet go yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, And that movie, for me, for, yeah. for me, I would go see a lot. Yeah. Because I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a really good movie. I thought it was up there as one of the better, not the best, yeah. but one of yeah, the it's, better, yeah, it's really like, good. Marvel yeah. films. Um, would I and would I do that with? I have never done that with an X Men film. I've seen it once mm-hmm. and then I'm done. Up yeah. until when I watched them all back to back. I think I saw. I think I saw Days of Future Past more. I think I saw it two or three yeah. times in the movie. Yeah, you see, like Days of Future Past was like the exception. Like that movie, I would watch again if someone was like, I "Hey, would, let's watch this." If I went home right now. 
I could watch Days of Future Past right now. Like, I think that is a really good movie. See, this, uh, yeah. uh, this one, I, like I said, I think it was okay, and I liked it enough. And you and I in the movie theater <laughs> watching the Quicksilver scene, you were just like, "This is the dumbest thing ever." It's and dumb. Like, no, it's awesome. No, it's You're dumb. Shut your whore mouth. No, it's it's awesome. Well, here's the thing. It's I, Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmics. I don't care about that. Going so fast that he's saving everybody I from the exploding building. I was not impressed by it. That is what I want out of a Flash movie. I want stuff like that in a Flash movie. Here's the thing. If it was done with the Flash, mm-hmm. I would probably like it way more. I've never liked Quicksilver. Not in Age of Ultron, not in this. And I'm not a fan of Evan Peters and how he portrays him. Oh, no. See, I like him. He's, he's so good. annoying. No, he's not. He's good. No, he's, he's annoying. Really I did not like him in Days of Future Past because he was fucking annoying. Or not in Days of Future Past. In uh, Age of Ultron because he was so fucking annoying and it was a different version of Quicksilver. But this version well, I hate in the both. X-Men universe, like, I love him. I hate both of them. Because I like Quicksilver in general... He's not supposed to be an annoying character. He's like he's like a womanizer, super intelligent. Um, but he's like even even as a, like I just don't like it the way it was done. Oh. In either one, and I was just like, and the thing is, it was that that whole scene yeah. may or may like that clearly in this one. It was made as a fan service from to make a longer version of what he did in the other movie. Yeah, well, yeah, which whatever. I don't care. Like, oh, do what I you don't want. Care. I love it. It, it I was just, so great. I, I was just I, like, this is ridiculous. It, no, it's ridiculous, but it's wonderfully ridiculous. Mm, like, not not for me, at least. And you know what it even reminded me of? It reminded not only did it remind me of Days of Future Past, it reminded me of that episode of Futurama where Fry drinks the, like, thousand cups of coffee, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the room is burning down at the art museum, and he saves everybody because he drinks like the thousand cups or hundred cups of coffee or whatever it is and all of a sudden transcends to the point where he's had so much caffeine he's like walking around walking around with that is exactly the same thing and that's why are you saying are you saying they stole that from Futurama exactly stole it from Futurama because that episode (laughs) that episode aired like five six seven years ago now well it's like if it didn't go to the lengths of him just being super doofy of like I'd probably been more about it if he didn't go to the lengths where he's just like fiddling around with things because I know it's supposed to portray that he has all this time yeah. but there was just like stu- I'm like well, they yeah, could have they could have sh- shrunk it down well, he and does I probably funny would have stupid things while he's doing it like messing that kid's hair up who's trying real hard to comb his hair yeah and I just don't and care and the fish, like saving the well, I'm kidding. I get the he saves fish. the fish. Yeah. He saves the dog. Saves the he pizza. He goes back to take a drink. It's just eh, not. It was not my. I favorite don't feel meal. like he saved the pizza. I feel like he ate it because probably like metabolism. You, yeah, because if you like read the Flash, the Flash eats like ten thousand calories a day. They never. <laughs> they never talk about that in even the comics. No, or but that's what I feel sold. like happened. I feel like he ate that pizza and drank that tab because he was. hungry. Hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alright. Alright, so I guess we should just do a rundown then of characters. I guess so, yeah. Oh, okay. We can do well, that. Well, yeah. so we did Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, we sort of did Apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, Apocalypse was fine. He was not... I like, was not a fan. I felt like they could have done it 
and he was like the one thing I was super hopeful for. Yeah. But if like this was like Age of Ultron in terms of a filler filler film where they could have really they could have really gone into the apocalypse. Yeah, he but they did, did. He did really, really. He wasn't the. I mean, he was and wasn't the threat. Like. The reason the world was being destroyed was because of Magneto. Right. But uh, the only reason Magneto realized he could do those things was because of Apocalypse. Right. So I guess then it's Apocalypse. That, I don't know. No, Apocalypse doesn't even. He doesn't even like control him. He just teaches him how to use his power. Yeah. To so his he full doesn't potential. Yeah. He doesn't really do anything. Apocalypse. He really does. No. I mean. It's it, and I was so disappointed because I was like Oscar Isaac did so well as Poe. Yeah, and and they did weird things with his voice. Like sometimes he talked normal, and sometimes and then he, when he starts like his big like yeah. speeches, he like starts like the weird like. Okay, gonna, before we start talking about more characters, I do want to nitpick on something that bothered me <laughs> for the entire movie. The costuming for this movie was really. Bad. Yep. Really bad. Terrible. Magneto had the worst Magneto costume out of all the X Men. All of them. All of them. Are you sure? Because Cyclops is at the end. I was like, what? No, is no, no. That? I'm saying of them, all the costumes Magneto has worn. Oh. By the way, I liked Cyclops. Is it looked like the '90s cartoon? I think that's why I hated it. Was because it looked like the '90s. It, maybe. it looked more like a. It looked more like um. Maybe. But I'm saying yeah. of all of the all of the things Magneto has worn, all the variations they've done on that one costume, this was the worst. Yeah. It looked terrible. Mystique had a fucking zipper on her back. A zipper. It's, yeah. In a, in, this movie would cost probably, what, $250 million to make? That's like lowballing. Right, I'm lowballing yeah. at $250 million, and she had a fucking zipper on her back. She was blue in this movie for like 10 minutes. Oh, there's a kid over Whatever. there, and I'm swearing real yeah. loud. I feel bad though. Whatever. And I'm always embarrassed. No, I'm always embarrassed when I swear in front of people's kids. I don't know why. But in a $250 million movie, in the age of digital effects and Photoshop, she's blue in this movie. She's in the Mystique form, naked, the way Mystique is. For like she's, five minutes. For like five minutes. And for all those five minutes, she has a zipper on her back. Stop it. Get out of here with that. Go away. Do not leave a zipper on the back of a character for I wanna know no. who I wanna know who was in charge of like that kind of stuff like on set. Like I'm actually gonna tweet Hollywood Babylon. I'm gonna tweet Ralph Garman because they do and I'm gonna wait. I gotta wait till it comes out on yeah. DVD or Blu-ray, so I can actually send them the clip. But they do a, a segment on Hollywood Babylon yeah. called "Shit That Should Not Be." That's going on shit that should not be. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's just talk about Mystique because okay. I just didn't care for her in this movie. I didn't care for her in the last one. Well, yeah, either, but... it's because it's Jennifer Lawrence, and because it really feels like they, to me, that the script, the guys of the script were like, and the script were like. Because I, I hear rumors, I don't know how much of this is true, mm -hmm. that Jennifer Lawrence, like, did a lot of, like, shit. Whoa. Like, threatening, like, because of her contract and stuff, and, like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I my guess is that, yeah, she's... She's probably one of the highest paid people in the movie, if not the highest paid person in the yeah. movie. Michael Fassbender... He's up there. Might get as much money as she does. Maybe, because he's just... Maybe. Just... James McAvoy, mm. I doubt. Yeah. Uh, 
Guy yeah. who plays Beast. Guy who plays Beast. Uh, he's really good. He I, is. I like Nicholas Holt. Yeah. I like Nicholas Holt. Nicholas, Nicholas um, Holt. Uh, Evan Peters. Evan Peters doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and Oscar Isaac doesn't. Probably. Uh, no, he might. He probably, no, is he, is, he, is he an award winner, though? Has he been in like any really high-profile films besides... Star Wars? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it was a high-profile film, but Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, I don't think he... I bet I she know. gets the most money. No, I bet you anything, Hugh Jackman gets the most money. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, I mean, he gets left out because, yeah. of course, of course, he gets the most money. Yeah. But, I mean, beyond him... She definitely, my guess would be, gets the most money, and I bet has the tightest contract, which is part of the reason she's not in the mystique form for most of the movie. Yeah. Because she gets to... It's kind of like how on you read that on Game of Thrones... Um, Daenerys. Daenerys. The woman... Uh, the what's Queen her of Dra- name? What's that, her real name? Real? I don't remember her real name. I can't off the top of my head. Amelia Clark. She gets to... Because she is now the highest paid, most high profile character, actor, yeah. character on the show. She now gets to decide a lot of what happens with her. Jennifer Lawrence got to decide pretty much everything that happens. There's like with a her. thing going around where she like basically said outright like the X Men friend Marvel the Fox needs to worry about my contract. Like yeah. kind of deal. Like pretty much was like strong. I think she like strong arming. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know if that's really accurate or not, but that sounds like her. Yeah. So uh, so Mystique, uh, the James McAvoy. James McAvoy didn't care. He's fine. He's, he's fine. He's a fine Professor kid. X, but he did. There was a lot of forced comedy with that whole. Thing. Yeah, they did weird things with Professor X. Yeah, I thought, uh, but he is a fine Professor X, of course. Yeah, and um, what's her name? Moira? Sansa Stark. Uh, oh, oh, Ari. Yeah, Sansa Stark. Holy crap! Like, she's good actress. I've seen her on Game of Thrones. Somebody needs to work on her accent with her. Well, not only that, but badly. Well, I think it. No. Well, here's the thing. I think it was. I. I almost feel like it was hampering her. Like I feel like I could tell she was concentrating on every word that came out of her mouth. It to me, it looked like she was sleepy, like the entire time. Kind of, but I do. Like I said, I feel like that was concentration on proper diction rather than actual acting because obviously she's British and I just feel like because this is her very first role where she is speaking with a different accent other than her natural one she focused too much on I feel like most of her acting effort went into that rather than actually acting it's it's a possibility (laughs) I mean like it's a guess it's a guess but based on how how in and out like I felt her British slipped through several times you know what I would have been fine they made her British. I would have too. Like, I would just have let her like, be British. Yeah, like, like there's not a problem with that. <laughs> no, just let her be British. Yeah, because like I said, she is a fine actress. I've seen her be Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones. Yeah, but yeah, it was just cardboard, like yeah. so cardboard. Yeah. And then on top of that, I really hated Cyclops. That kid was not a very good actor. But not only that. 
but the way they projected his character throughout the movie was ridiculous because he goes to Xavier's school because he's worried about his powers. He doesn't know how to control them. Mm -hmm. Xavier teaches him, and then at the First thing, he's like, I'm sick of this shit. Let's get out of here. Yeah, he, was, he was there for like 10 minutes, and he's like, I feel trapped here. Yeah, like, he becomes like, the, he comes like, tries to be a badass well, kid. Well, and they tried to imply earlier that he was a troublemaker because the teacher said to him in his original high school, said, yeah. He, he said, why don't, Can you I go go, to why don't you after you go to the bathroom? Why don't you go to the principal's office and tell him you're disrupting class again? I assume you know your way. Yeah, <laughs> but that was like such a throwaway because I still didn't get that. Because isn't well, it was just so he never really was a problem kid in this. Especially like, since in the original films and in just Scott's character in general, Scott is like kissing uh, Xavier's goody, ass. Goody. Yeah, yeah. So it makes no sense. Well, and here's the thing though <clears throat> and this is kind of what Dave was talking about from Atomic Geekdom when he was saying that he felt like a lot of the, has Dave seen this already? no no when we were talking to Dave the other day and he said his problem with the original run of the X-Men oh, movies yeah. was that he felt like a lot of the father son dynamic got shifted from Xavier and Scott to Xavier and Logan so maybe yeah. what is going to go on if this progresses to the next film is maybe the Xavier Scott relationship gets established so Scott becomes that with that that leaves room for character growth on Scott's part to become a more familiar more uh, Boy Scouty type uh, Cyclops, it, it, which is fine and all, but it, this like the way they did in this film, like it could have gradually happened in yeah. terms of him becoming like going from oh and now I know how to learn my powers, but, like fuck this shit, I want out. Like yeah, yeah. they could have gradually done that, but it was so like bam. Like it, and I yeah. think time frame, like time, was such a huge essence of the movie that well, they didn't movie, have. Uh, yeah, this movie did one of the things that. <laughs> And this was one of my... When I say this wasn't by any means like a great film overall, it did the same thing that I think was one of my... Not I think. that It did one of the things that was one of my huge problems with Batman v Superman in that it was choppy. It was super choppy. It was choppy. And I don't like choppiness when I go see a film. Like, it just... The story was more coherent than Batman v Superman's story, but it was still all over the place. All over. It was still very jumpy and not accomplishing. Like I said, and very choppy for how little it accomplished with most of the characters. Yeah, and it's like there was like a lot of times throughout the movie where they introduce characters. Like that was their version of introducing was they give them like their own little bit and then they move on. Mm -hmm. Like Psylocke and Caliban. Well, and, the, and the other weird thing you're saying, we watched Apocalypse show up in four different places and say the same thing four different times. Yeah. Showed up at uh, Storm's place and said, I can make you more powerful. Shows up Showed at up Caliban's. For Psylocke, yeah. I can make you more powerful. Shows up at Angel. Shows up for Angel, I can make you more powerful. Magneto. Shows up for Magneto, I can make you more powerful. Yeah, that's really... Worldwide, well, no, oh, no, it's I can make you more powerful, their world will fall. I can make yeah. you more powerful, their world will fall. I can make you more powerful, you're my children, they will fall. I can make you more powerful, you're my children, you will fall, yeah. they will all fall. It's like... 
You couldn't have come up with a better way to do that than have him do it four different times? Well, not only that, but, and this goes back to Apocalypse, they just, they really wasted it. Like, they could, he has so many powers that he could have used and totally was just like, not even like a brief moment of like someone maybe being like, oh, screw this, yeah. I don't want to follow you. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, and actually yeah. doing something to make him in, go like, with Storm. He gave, he like touched her and kind of put her into that position. Yeah. The other, and then Angel like basically mutilated him to make him Archangel. Yeah. With Psylocke, it was just like, I can make that you better. That was also she, very graphic. Yeah. With Archangel. Ooh, yeah, the ribs. His whole cool. like spine bursting yeah. out and stuff. But it's just, man. Um, let's see. I liked it though. I will say I liked it when Stryker showed up because as soon as he got out of that helicopter, I was like, <gasps> I heard that. Oh, because. Striker's dick. Like, yeah. Anytime Striker shows up, He's you know dick. stuff's about to go down. And <clears throat> I feel like there's more room for Striker to continue to show up as kind of like not obviously a main villain, but he shows up and shit goes down because that's yeah. yeah. I mean, I had no problem with Striker showing up. I was I, I kind of surprised me. I was like, oh, they yeah. actually did get him back for this movie, mm-hmm. like kind of deal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, Nicholas Holt as Beast. Yeah, was all right. He's fine. I really hate the and I hated this in first class. The dynamic of the almost love interest try love interest thing between him and Beast. Him and Mystique. Him and Mystique. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You didn't see first class, but there was like a whole like budding relationship thing that started on that, and I was like, that's different. No. Like I said earlier, though, there were too many blue people. Like Nightcrawler. Whoever invented the X Men really apparently only had a blue pencil. Because Apocalypse is blue, Nightcrawler's blue, Beast Beast is blue, and Mystique is blue. Yeah. Like, couldn't one of them be red or purple or green or literally anything yeah, other than blue. blue? There was a lot in blue. It's like it's such a prominent color in this movie, anyway. I mean, there was a lot of blue. Although, doesn't that have to go back to like color? Comics used to be only four colors, right? So they, so they went back. So they like, didn't really have a lot of options, right? But I feel like somewhere along the way, somebody could have been like, you know what? Beast isn't blue anymore. But Apocalypse is a product of the 90s. Yeah. So they had cho- more choices That's there. true. Apocalypse... But Apocalypse isn't really blue. Like He's purple. He's gray. He's no, gray no, purple. In this movie, he's gr- blue. But I mean, in the comics, I don't think he's even that blue. He's like, he's like a light blue Kind of like gray. a grayish color. He's kind of gray in this movie, but mostly blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, the Four Horsemen didn't care. Like, it felt forced, except for Magneto, because they're like, well, we have to do something with that. Yeah. I mean, Storm was just there, didn't care. Yeah. Uh, Angel didn't care. No, they did, no, They no. did the yeah. same. I was actually rooting for Archangel the in The Four this. Horsemen were... And he died. Like, they yeah, killed him. Like, they just, just killed him right kill off. Him. Uh, I liked Olivia Mung as Psylocke. I didn't. She was bad. No, she no, no. I didn't like her. Oh, yeah. I liked she looked, her. She looked good. Yeah. yeah. But no character development no, she had at no, all. She had no character and, at which, all. Which None. made me really sad because everyone was rooting because everyone was says, like, mm-hmm. she's researched this character. She knows everything about this character. But they never gave it a moment no, for no, it to they, develop. They didn't write her any reason to... Which I was super sad. I mean, she had four. She said like four words in the entire movie. Yeah. Five words. Storm the storm said maybe ten sentences or less. 
Uh, and then Archangel said pretty much nothing. Three, he said like three words. Yeah. And the fighting in it too, I was not a fan of. Like, oh, I liked it. it. Okay, I hated the Nightcrawler Archangel fight. Mm. That was just ridiculous. It the didn't one in like the cage fight. or the one at the end? Both, actually. Both. Yeah. I'm talking about both. Like, the first one I understood because Archangel, like, Angel's like, yeah, fight me or they're going to kill us both. Yeah. So I can understand the reluctance on that. Yeah. But then that second one, of the, I'm just like, nope, that's mm. that's boring. Yeah. I didn't, like, the only real fight I liked was really Psylocke versus Beast. And even that was like, mm. eh. Yeah, Psylocke, there, yeah, there's very little action when it comes right down to it. The uh, most action was like inside Exa- in Sky inside the Xavier's head thing. and yeah. uh, Wolverine going nuts. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, but it the- was, by the way, extremely creepy to me. I don't know about you. When uh, Sansa Stark, I keep calling her Sansa Stark. When Jean was standing in front of Wolverine, and Wolverine is like sixty. Yeah. Because how old is Hugh Jackman now? He's like 50-something. 50 50-something. 50 he's in his 50s, maybe. And she's 20? Yeah. And he's going to be in love with her someday? No, no, no. This is the version that already is because... Because Wolverine's the only one who remembers everything from Days of Future, from Days of Future Past. Right, and this is the '80s. So by the time he meets her again, he, I mean, any way around it, Wolverine's it's already well, super Wolver- old. Wolverine's already super old. So any way around it, it's like he's too old for it's, he's too old for everybody. It's the same basically. with Captain America when he was making out with. Uh, <laughs> Peggy with Sharon Carter. Yeah. It's like, he's too old for so old. He is, but he isn't. Well, like, yeah. he, he is, but he isn't. He's like 90 something, but he's physically like 30. Yeah. So. <laughs> but no, it was just this really creepy moment because she's reaching up and like trying, trying to, to calm him down. Cal- trying to calm him down, and I'm like, they're gonna, Ew, yeah, they're he's gonna, gonna be like in love with her yeah. someday. Yeah, no, I think he still is in love with her at this point. Because if it's going off, the, going off of he remembers everything. No, no. Uh, if I recall Days of Future Past properly, and I don't, I haven't seen it in a bit. But in the past, he doesn't remember. In the future, he remembers. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So at the time, he's Weapon X. He doesn't know. Yeah. Because when he went back to the seventies. Yeah. He possessed his own body. Yeah. So, but if they get, and I, I don't think they'll ever get back to, uh, quote unquote, present day. I don't think we'll ever see Patrick Stewart as. I really don't think Patrick's, we'll ever see Patrick Stewart as Patrick's, Professor X. Again. Uh, he's he's rumored to really? be in the last Wolverine film. Really? Yeah, because it's taking take place in the present. Maybe we will. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Because I have a feeling we'll never see any of that original X-Men casting. We'll, we'll see bits and pieces. Maybe. Like, Patrick Stewart is supposedly, like, in the last at Wolverine film. Because uh, Patrick Stewart and uh, Ian McKellen are both 600 years old now. Yes. So uh, they're not <laughs> going to be doing a lot. Yeah. Which is not like a slight against them. They're both fabulous actors, and they're very professional. And obviously, they're still, but they want to slow down now. Yeah. I imagine because they're six hundred yeah. years old. Every, I think this last Wolverine film is the last of the X Men series that exa- that Patrick Stewart yeah. can be a part of. Yeah, and it's the I last mean, one that I, Hugh Jackman will be a part and, of. 
I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him either. He's been doing this role for, what, 10, uh, 20 years now? He's been Wolverine When was the first X-Men movie? 2000? The first movie was 1998. It was 2000, was it? Was it 2000? No, I thought the second one was. No. You would think because I did a whole bunch of stuff. You would think you would know that. Yeah, but that shows you how much I cared about him. X-Men. This is great to listen to us talk about. Yeah, well, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. X-Men, 2000. 2000. The second one was 2003. Okay. So he's been doing Wolverine for 16 years. Ugh. And not only... I mean, he loves doing it, but do you, But he's exhausted. It is hard to look like him. Yeah. Ha- I mean, hard. Like, I've tried, and I continue to try, to look like Hugh Jackman looks. I mean, that is... A full-time job being that, and he wasn't even as ripped in this movie as he has been in the past. He was so like, if there's like a side by side of him in the first movie, and mm-hmm. then him in, I think Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. of like the how ripped he got like yeah. along the way. Yeah. But yeah, he wasn't as ripped in this, which I mean makes sense. Oh uh, yeah, especially since he was only in it for five minutes. Yeah. But oh, it is, I mean, it is, like I said, it is a full-time job to look like that. And at his age, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. I don't, mm, I don't know. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, well, I mean, me. Jubilee was in this movie, kind of. that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I was like, first of all, she's the same age as everyone else. She's supposed to be a teenager when everyone else yeah. is like an older adult. I didn't even like her in the 90s cartoon. And here's God. the thing. I didn't really like that 90s cartoon. Like, uh, It's a it's a product of its time. Yeah. It's like, I'll watch it, but I'm not like, oh my God, yeah. this is an amazing kind of deal. I feel the same way now about the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Like, I still I love that for, because of how cheesy it is. Yeah, I don't really, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, I mean, this movie just did not hit it for me in general. Yeah. Like, I was just not a huge fan of it. Mm. It did what, I think it did what it wanted to do, which was basically set up the whole Phoenix plot. Yeah. But other than that, it was, it really felt for me like just a big throwaway film because of what they could have done. Mm. In my opinion, I may or may not do a write-up on this. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. But it's, it's, it's. This wasn't a real as strong as a like. I don't. I know a lot of people went and saw this before it came out and say it's terrible. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's terrible. Yeah, it wasn't good, but I'm not gonna be like it was the worst of the bunch or like whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not going to rag on it for what it is. No, I'm, I liked it, but it's not... I, I mean, it's a solid, like, C-plus movie. See, I'm, like, closer to, like, the C-minus. Yeah. It's It just didn't do it. And I know a lot of people who were super excited to see Apocalypse. And, yeah. like, some people were like, Apocalypse is, like, my favorite character yeah. of the D, of the, of the X-Men villains. And I'm just gonna be yeah. well prepared to be disappointed. I mean, based on... I have a very, very limited knowledge of Apocalypse, so... He, he has such a vast... He's such a force to be reckoned with. Well, he's another one of those characters, kind of like Scarlet Witch, where his powers are kind of up to whoever's writing at the time. Pretty much. So, but for the most part, overall, his power, his powers have always kind of stayed pretty varied in the realm of mm-hmm. what he is. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look up. 
I'll have to look up his power set in general. But he's like considered to be one of like the hardest people next to like I think he's in part of like I think I would I mean I would list him as probably one of the top five like X Men villains. Well, he's, yeah, and he's one of the most. Pa- he's obviously he's the oldest and one of the most powerful mutants. I mean, him, Jean Grey, uh, Magneto, Magneto, uh, Mister Sinister, Mr. sort Sinister. of. He's kind of on the lower end. Mm-hmm. The There's some of like the most powerful. Well, the Sentinels aren't mutants. Well, I'm talking about tr- the, okay, in terms of most mutants. powerful mutants. Yeah. Talking about like him, Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, Magneto. Magneto. Xavier himself. Yeah, they're like um, the most powerful. I would, I, I mean, part of me would label Juggernaut, but he's not a mutant. Yeah. <gasps> Shit, that reminds me of something I need to send you on Facebook. I saw a fan-made Juggernaut costume yeah. that will make you jizz. Yes, yes, uh, you will. That love Rhino it. one you sent me was this pretty is sick. even better than the Rhino one. I would probably be In like, fact, I want. I can probably show it to you right now. Uh, Juggernaut. This is. I love Juggernaut. Juggernaut, yeah, you will enjoy this very much. Uh, so yeah, X Men Apocalypse. Like I said, uh, I'd probably give it like a C plus. I, I <laughs> X Men, the Age of Meh. Yeah, I, yeah. It is kind of hard to call it like the yeah, and I mean yeah. It's, I kind of get it. Like I get your point. Here it is, right yeah. here. Oh my god, yes. Oh, right? Like, so the whole thing's just modded out, so you just, oh. Yes. How much? How, uh, how so much is that it's guy? It's one that a guy built for himself. Nope, I don't think nope. he's. Nope, he should give it to me. Uh, let's see, what he, he said, uh, it's 100% scratch built, hand carved, free handed. Free handed. Wow, uh, that's ridiculous. It's made out of foam, pretty much. Dude, I so was just wear, basically a giant muscle suit. I would wear the crap out of that. <laughs> no, but isn't that amazing? That's so I would wear that to work, and people are like Justin, you need to get out of it. No, I'm gonna post. Pic- I'm gonna post yeah. it up on our Twitter and uh, our Facebook because so, it's pretty cool. So people cool. need to see this Juggernaut costume. Oh, that's that's sick, isn't it? I would. I would be like, dude, I'll give you money for that. <laughs> If I knew if how. only somebody could have like gotten Apocalypse's costume that good in. Uh, I know, right? I've, some of I've those seen fan, better fan-made Apocalypse. Those costumes, fan-made Apocalypse. There's one I saw that was ridiculous. Like yeah. I was like, that's what we should have seen instead of like weird Apocalypse meets Ivan Ooze. Yep. I know. I agree. I agree. Oh man. But did, did you hear about, like, the rumors about the new Wolverine film? No. So, so now we're kind of, we moved on to random stuff. Uh, so, what I heard mm-hmm. is that the last of the Wolverine series... Oh, it's going to be Old Man Logan. Very loosely Old Man Logan. Yeah, well, obviously, because they yeah, don't have... They don't have the rights to Hawkeye or Hulks. Yeah. So they're going to bring in a bunch of cyborg hunters called the Reavers, mm-hmm. which are shitty in the comics. Yeah. They're like, it's basically a mutant... It's like, a, it's like the Reavers are cyborgs that hunt down Weapon X programs. Mm-hmm. So and with this whole movie is supposed to be basis to... It's like... Uh, it's supposed to like give the reins over to X twenty three. Yeah, supposedly, supposedly mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, and so I'm like, I'll see this movie. I know it's gonna be rated R, mm-hmm. but I I'm not I'm not that excited. 
Yeah, no, and I didn't even see the Wolverine. See, that one was not bad until they introduced Silver Samurai. Yeah, I and saw, it's just like, what is this? I saw the that first one, which was really bad. Yeah, Origins. Yeah. So whatever, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I'll watch it. It's uh, I'll watch it. I'll. It's just. Uh. I am not out of. Uh, not out of like superhero fatigue or anything, but out of like I am gonna start probably being more picky about which ones I see, just because I want them to make good movies and I kind of want to stop giving my money to bad movies. It's kind of like how I'm not going to watch Arrow next season because the past two seasons have been so bad. Like, if I see the trailer for the next Wolverine movie and it doesn't look good, don't go see I'm it. just not going to go. See, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm on the fence because I do want I I do want to go see these movies. And it's kind of like how everything I've heard about Thor Ragnarok makes me not want to see Thor Ragnarok. I'm gonna I'm gonna see this just because I'm gonna need something that's gonna make me laugh so hard I'm gonna barf. <laughs> just oh, Kate Blanchett as Hella yeah. is gonna be probably the best thing for that film. Yeah. But Jeff Goldblum as, as the uh, what you call as the Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. Yeah, that's the I swear to God, if 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 it's just Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum, that's all he does though. Like, watch Jurassic Park. Watch Independence. Watch Day. Independence Day, and then watch those the commercials. No, no, the fly. No, no, not even the fly. Watch those commercials he's doing now for the real estate oh, website. Oh yeah, he is the exact same in all of those things. Yeah, but overall, like, I'm gonna like, I don't like the idea that this movie's a space buddy cop with the rock, yes. with the, not the rock, with the, the Hulk, Hulk and Thor. This Why? movie would be much better if The Rock was in it. <laughs> uh, no. No. Don't you insult The Rock. I will insult The Rock, even if he is Black Adam. Uh, for whatever, whenever that Shazam movie's happening. At this point, it seems like it's never going to happen. Yeah, I know. I want it to, though. Well, there's, I know, last I heard, they were trying to find someone to well, be... going to be Shazam. Billy, Billy Batson. Yeah. So. Which I guess there's been like a fan made thing going around where make it John to make it John Cena. So you have John Cena versus The Rock in a DC film. I hate other fans sometimes. Yep. Yeah, well, the whole so much. So yeah, I mean the whole hashtag give give Captain America, America a boyfriend. boyfriend. The stupidest. Fuck off with that shit. This is why I keep telling you. I think I've said this on like four or five different episodes. Like I hate that. I mean, I know it's a subculture yeah. of fan fiction and like fanfare and stuff, but it's ridiculous They're when you take little... it to the point where it's like, okay, now we're gonna hashtag it and now just we're gonna try it. very hard to force this major company to make a major change because we, the minority, think it's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of homosexual characters. They can use. Granted, they're not the greatest. Yeah. But there's a way you can develop that kind of stuff without having to completely change a character. Same with the Steve Rogers uh, Captain America thing, mm. where he, for some odd reason, is now Hydra. Is, he's now a member. He's apparently always been a m- member of Hydra. Yeah. And I, I don't, don't get it. Like, I'm fine. Like, people are sending, what's his name, the writer? Death Threats. Death Threats? See, it's like, what is the matter with you? See, I don't like it. 
I'm not gonna read it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like, uh... No, yeah. because you're not a crazy person. Yeah. Like, I've... Trust me, I've had death threats thrown at me for saying it's stuff. Like crazy people do things like yeah. that. It's like, these are comic book characters. Yeah. Calm down. And we're comic book nerds saying, right. calm the fuck down. It's because, like I said, it's because we're not crazy people. Or, well, we're a different kind of crazy. We're, we're very crazy in a very different way. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yep. uh, that's just the most... This shit's so ridiculous. I know. It's like, because, like I said before, like... And my thing is, like, there's no way that he's just going to end up actually being a Hydra agent. No, I'm Whether, sure it's going to be When it comes right down to it, he's not going to be Hydra, or he'll have been Hydra to be, like, a double agent. Yeah, or, that whole deal. Because apparently it was... Uh, the story is that Steve's mom was Hydra because she was, like conned into going to a Hydra meeting and she See, I didn't read I've only read bits and pieces uh, of I've it. I've read the news articles about it. Yeah, that's all I've read <laughs> so, too and I'm just like, uh whatever. Like, whatever. I mean, yeah I'm, I don't like it so I'm not going to read it but I've moved on. Even though I need to work in the morning and I should be going to bed as soon as I get home, I'm probably going to read DC Rebirth before I go to sleep. That's such a... See... I'm curious where they're gonna go with it because yeah. after reading it, I was confused. Yeah. Because I wasn't a hundred percent sure what was happening. Yeah. Because and you'll you'll see. I think you'll see it, uh, or maybe I'm just crazy and just don't understand. But there's so much because I think next week is they're gonna start putting out like I think the Batman. Yeah. Like there's yeah, the re yeah. there's the rebirth and then there's the regular issues that are rebirth issues. Yeah, yeah, there's like they're doing like one shots that are like quote unquote rebirth of character and then the main story. So I think all and like for everyone. Damn it, I'm going to end up going back and buying single issues. I'm so upset now. Dude, come down to my store and get them. All DC Comics 50% off. I know, but that's the point is I'm just upset because I don't want to buy single issues, but this makes me because I want to know what they're doing. See, right now I've I read the first issue. Yeah. issue 0 of Civil War 2. Yeah. It doesn't explain anything. That doesn't surprise me. It, like, I'll probably read the first issue just to see mm -hmm. what's happening. Yeah. Like, the first actual issue. Yeah. But, whatever. I went I, to buy Dark Knight 3 today. Yeah. There's $6 an issue. Yeah. Wait, which ones are those? Are those the regular or are they the hardcover? The... I... They, I guess maybe they were hardcover? Were they white? No, they were black. Okay, so yeah, there's a hardcover series that's like $10. I was like, what? And like, I get that it's a limited series and stuff, but I picked it up and I was like, oh, maybe I'll read Dark Knight 3. People have been saying, no, but I put it back down. There's, there's, there's the regular series, and then for those... There was a variant cover that was like $12. I was I, like, no. I, bought, I have a variant of the first issue. Uh... That was more of like my store exclusive kind of deal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's the regular, which are $6, like an it per issue. Mm -hmm. Then the week after that, or two weeks after that issue's release, they then put out a hardcover version. Oh, wow. So you have to get. So, and then the last one, the eighth issue is going to come with a box. So you can have them all lined up so the spines make a picture. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I'm just like, ugh. No, these were the regular ones. And I was like, oh, I'm going to read that. Nope. <laughs> it's so, I mean, I've read some of it. Mm -hmm. It's 
It's here's the thing, and I'm this is gonna make a lot of people really upset. But Whatever, like, we do that all the I time. I love the Dark Knight Returns, but not as much as most other people do. Like, it, it's a good book. It's a really good book, but it's not like the greatest. Batman book. See, either. I'm so, kind of up there with the Killing Joke. Oh God, yeah, that book I'm not a fan of at all. Yeah, like, oh, not like not at all, but like to the point where I'm like, bo- I-, I do think it is probably the most overrated book I've oh, ever totally. read. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. What would you consider to be like the bet your favorite like Batman? My favorite Batman yeah. story is actually the Long Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, that one and a lot of, uh, I mean, The Court of Owls, I thought, was a really good run, too. That reminds Uh, me. You know they're going to introduce The Court of Owls in Gotham? I don't care. Like, that show's so fucking dumb. It's so ridiculous. It's so bad. They've already, like, I I only see the trailers. Yeah. Because uh, before before they, after that would be... Uh, Lucifer, yeah, which is really I really like Lucifer. Yeah, I think that's a fun show. Yeah, um, writing's not the greatest, but I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But so they'll have the trailers for like the next episode of Gotham beforehand. Yeah, so like like the I guess the Court of Owls are gonna or Talon's gonna be introduced mm-hmm. in the next season. They've already introduced like Azrael. Yeah, I knew that too, and I was laughing uh, so hard. It's I don't, a, it's so uh, uh, the uh, and I don't I don't watch that any uh, anymore. I'm stopping I don't watch, Agents of Shield. Yeah, I don't watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow anymore. I wasn't impressed with it, and uh, I well, I suffered through this season of Arrow, and it's not getting me back next. It's just not. Like, see, I haven't watched. I've only I've watched the other three. I haven't watched this one at all yet. Yeah. We're supposed to be getting the CW Network sometime soon. Good, good. So I can actually watch The season the, of The Flash was good. Uh, I'm excited for when Supergirl shows up and see how that's going to work. That'll be interesting. Like, I I mean, the writing wasn't the greatest. The acting wasn't Yeah, I don't watch that one anymore either. Like, you never really got into it. No, You, you only I got, got, like, three episodes, right? No, I got more than that in. Yeah. Uh, uh, the last episode I remember seeing besides the Flash crossover was... I saw Gem. Oh, I saw. Oh, I got to. I I remember what's his name, uh, Lord. I remember Maxwell Lord finding out that Supergirl is uh, Laura. Is uh, Kara. And that's kind of it, I guess. See, there's like good. There was good things about that show, like Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Like, even, and the thing is, a lot of the shows are, even Supernatural started to lose me this season. Yeah. Like, Supernatural this season was just okay. I think this, I think it's getting, well, that show is like, what, 12 or 13? Uh, or is it 14? It's going into its 11th season next year. From what I understand, they're up to, like, they're going to go up until, like, 15. Yeah, it might lose me before then, unless next season picks up, because this season was... Just okay. Like most of the and oh shit, I forgot to write my review of the finale. I got to do that tomorrow. Um, it, it was just not. It was a lot about the struggle between. And I guess a lot of it is they went too big. Like it eventually got up to God. Yeah. I mean, 
and where do you go from and there? The angels, and it got up to uh, God's sister, and like God was Chuck, and um, it, it's like you all of a sudden just went far too big, far. And the show always had like like season one. The overall arc was demons wanted to destroy the world. It always had like a bigger arc, but at one point it also had a lot of small, self-contained episodes that were kind of like monster of the week things. Yeah. And this season was mostly one big story arc, and it's I I, I kind of miss the smallness part of it a little bit, and that's that's what I loved about it was like all the self-contained like uh. They, like where they just go somewhere and fight something yeah, and that was it. And it always had like some, but this season, I, that's and that's what I mean. And all of a sudden you had God, where even the rules that I felt like the universe had when it began are different now. And so I don't know. It was just kind of a weird season for me. So yeah, a lot of the shows, except like The Flash, are kind of like you're all on thin ice right now. You better be better. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't need. Uh, you still I just, need. Uh, I need season uh, two of Rick and Morty right you now. S- oh. You still need to catch up on Teenage Mutant. Yeah, Ninja I Turtles. do. In fact, that was I was on Xbox Live today, and, but they only have that first season that it's, I have. Oh my! So. I need to buy those whole things. I need to buy those. So too. good. Yeah, and especially like the. I'm looking off, forward to that movie. Off-war. See, uh, I'm, I'm interested in that movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've been going back and forth. I think it's just gonna be a fun movie. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be fine. I kind of want to get me. Take Manhattan first to play yeah. that, like because that's what that's next week, isn't it? The movie Turtles. Is that next June week? June third. So that'd be next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Damn. I know. And then actually, the week after, you're thinking of The Conjuring two because that's June tenth. I yeah. I still need to. You don't need to see the first one, like. I don't know, man. The only, I yeah. I, I mean, the only thing you'll learn is who the who the Warrens are. Yeah, and I can tell you right now who the Warrens are because they're real people. The Warrens are paranormal investigators who they also have a. I don't think the I don't think Ed or Lorraine are even alive anymore. One of them might Lorraine might be. Yeah, but I think Ed is definitely dead. But they have a in Connecticut. They have a museum with all their supernatural artifacts and so the the conjuring and the conjuring 2 were based on real life quote unquote hauntings that they investigated they're basically just people i mean the movies obviously aren't like this this is but they're just people who went in and like ripped people off for their money basically yeah um uh, then the movie Annabelle was also very loosely based on... Wasn't Annabelle, like, supposedly, like, a... Apparently it was supposedly very bad. But, I didn't see it. But wasn't but it supposed to be, like, a prequel kind to The Conjuring? Of, because, well, because the Annabelle doll is in The Conjuring. Yeah. And then, it, and the funny thing is, the real Annabelle doll is a Raggedy Ann doll. She's not anything like... Because right. there is a real Annabelle doll. Yeah, but that's not creepy. In, locked in a case in their museum with a sign that says extremely dangerous do not open (laughs) I'm like these people are nutty yeah but all that being said The Conjuring's really fucking good I really wish it was on Netflix yeah I wish I'll probably end up buying it are you off on Sunday uh, I might we could hang out again. I, I might be. I don't know. It depends if my family has. Because I'm not out. off on Monday. Uh, well, 
actually I might even be off on Monday because I put in for Monday off. Yeah. But my boss ignored because even though it's a holiday and I'm supposed to be off, there are no more holidays for me in my job. Basically, like I, I'm lucky to get like Thanksgiving and Christmas off, so I have to put in slips. And my boss ignored it yeah. and put me on the schedule for Monday, and I never got it back, approved or disapproved. He didn't even like look at my slip and sign it. So that was Tuesday. So tomorrow, if I go into work and he's still, it's still not in my box. It's been seventy-two hours since I submitted that slip, and it, that makes it automatically approved. <laughs> See, I know I'm working Monday. Yeah, uh, Sunday I may have off, but it depends. It depends well, even, if like my I mean, family's the, having I mean, like a even it's still. I mean, the Conjuring's June tenth. We still we might have time. time to hang out before then. So yeah. uh, either that, or I'll end up seeing. I'll end up buying it. I can, yeah. get, I can get five dollars at Walmart I right say, now. I can, buy, I can buy it at work for that much yeah. too, so I can just. It's put, totally put, worth seeing. I yeah. loved it. I well, thought it was so thing. good. Like, that was the other thing. Like I forced Dad to watch Troll Hunters last night. Oh yeah, such a good movie. He was so confused by I've it. I've never seen it. It's I, like, I've I love been told it. more than once to watch it. I just haven't yet. Well, don't don't let the hype of us saying it sway you. Yeah. Because I liked it. It's more like a found footage kind of deal, like yeah. Blair Witch or Paranormal Activity. So it's kind of shaky camera yeah, yeah. kind of style and it's all it's all uh, foreign so yeah. it's Norwegian yeah. uh, that you have to read um, but I thought it was really well done for what it was and it's not really a it's labeled a horror movie yeah but it's not it's not it's more like a fantasy film kind of no it's supposed to be based in real life no it's like trolls are supposedly exi- actually exist yeah and there's like a guy who's like a troll hunter who like keeps R- r- trolls in their areas where okay. they can, is like live in peace, but then something bad happens. It's and th- there's like a, this crew. The people you are the camera of mm-hmm. a group that's following this guy around because mm-hmm. yeah, and they're like this guy's po. It seems like this guy's poaching animals. Yeah, but it's not that. He's yeah. actually hunting trolls. So you end gotcha. up following him around as he hunts trolls. Yeah. Huh, I'll have to watch that. It's I I really enjoyed it. My dad, the look on Dad's that face was, confused. was the funniest thing. Oh, and that's the guy, and that's the, from coming from the same guy who likes Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that one either. Oh, we should. I've seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel like we should do an episode of uh, Attack of, of the Killer of Tomatoes. Reaction video of you watching Attack of the Killer oh, Tomatoes. Oh no, it's. It's it's a work. I bet. It's um I bet. It's like the only thing I can say. Dad on loved. a scale of 1 to the stuff. Oh, it's definitely the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if anything else could be. Yeah, but I'm sure it could. It's yeah. I think the stuff is like freaking like Nightmare on Elm Street compared to this. Oh, wow. <laughs> You'll see. Like it's just it's it is special. Did you ever see One-Eyed Monster? No, you've We've told talked that. about we, One-Eyed Monster yeah, a I lot. I still have not seen that movie. You really have to see One-Eyed Monster. <laughs> I don't know how. <gasps> I saw a trailer for a movie the other day out of India. It wasn't a Bollywood film. It was... They have another place called Tollywood. The... I can find it again. I'm not going to show it to you right this second. We'll finish up recording and then I'll show it to you. It is the 
most batshit crazy thing I've ever watched in my life. And I can't remember the name of it, mostly because I can't pronounce it. Yeah. It is bug nutty. Wait, is that is it the one where there's like a guy in the woods and there's a bear? No, no, oh. no, no. This is a guy who's a robot. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm looking at my killer condoms. N- okay, that's a real. You might have gotten me. Even that's there. a real. That, that's movie. right up there with one-eyed monster. G- genetically altered. I think they're either. I forget what the, if they're genetically altered mm-hmm. or they're like mutant condoms that go around and and like take people's dicks off, mm-hmm. like guys' dicks off, and they put it on. And a cop has to hunt them down because it took oh, one god. of his balls. Oh god! Yeah. Don't forget to bring the towel. Don't no. forget to bring the towel. That's. I, I mean. Did you ever watch Todd and the Book of Pure Evil? Yeah. We, yeah. Watched, we watched like two episodes at your place. Because in Todd and the Book of Pure Evil, one guy's dick becomes a monster. And that's yeah. pretty funny, too. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a while. It's not on Netflix anymore. But if I could find it again, God, Todd and the Book of Pure Evil, <laughs> man. That was a hell of a show. <laughs> oh. Well... That's about yeah. I mean, we could go on like that for a while. Good, because I have a whole bunch of those kinds of films in yeah, my head. But would, maybe someday we'll write a list of them and talk about yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. Sweet. Because all I'm thinking about now is rubber. Oh God, rubber. <laughs> Thanks, killing. <laughs> that movie was so funny. The Ginger Dead Man. Dude, there's a comic book on the Ginger Dead Man. Get out of here. Dude, it's two issues in. Oh, the second issue. God. Okay, I watched. I read these on my break. No, oh. I bought the first one because I'm like, I have to have one copy. Oh, and the God. End, and the end of the comic of the first comic is he like murders a girl takes one of her fingers and makes it into a penis on him. Oh, God. The beginning of the second issue is he takes cookie dough, yeah. molds it to look like a girl bent over, and just starts fucking it in the back. Wow. Just railing dough. Wow. With a finger penis. That's special. I was like, all right, <laughs> this is a thing now. That's special. Yep. Yep. It's- I've got nothing else now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I, wow. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> That's, uh, that left me a little bit speechless. We'll like, find a picture of it and send it to you. How do you even respond to that? I'm, I'm gonna, like, uh, when I get home, I'm probably gonna Facebook message you a picture of it. Like, this is it. This is what it is. Good. And then you can use that for, like, or the, for episode. The, the episode yeah. where it's, like, apocalypse review and it's that. Yeah. Oh, I like this idea very much. <laughs> you were like, what is this? Yep. I like that idea very much. <laughs> All right. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Later. We, we, we have thought, we had our thoughts on apocalypse and now we're done. Yep. Later. Later. I thought my jokes were bad. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com, on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, and on Twitter at 2BGpod. And find Atomic Geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave us a nice review. It really helps us out. Thanks.
Don't do anything stupid until I get back. How can I? Taking all the stupid with you.